This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 14th of July. Justin, the price of a snag at a bunning sausage no. sizzle is about to increase for the first time in 15 Ouch. years. Now, you'll need to pay $3.50 instead of that delicious $2.50 to get your hands on a slice of heaven. Oof. It's a moral outrage, I reckon. (laughs) When inflation's hitting the hot dogs, that's when you know it's a worry, Brett. (laughs) Listen to this. Mercedes-Benz is in trouble over allegations that they manipulated the diesel emissions to make their vehicles look greener. It's now a class action lawsuit that's gone to trial. Three buttery stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. The owner of Snooze, formerly known as Captain Snooze, has just announced that their potential sale will go into nap mode because they haven't quite found a buyer. Talk about a slumber Brett, what is the story here? <laughs> okay, so Snooze is the mattress and bedroom furniture chain. They started out with one little store in Melbourne back in 1974. Fast forward 40 years, they've got more than 80 stores around Australia and around 20 million bucks in earnings per year. Now, Justin, they've been looking for a buyer for a while now without much success. And now it's understood that the deal has been put down for a bit of a nap. <laughs> Apparently, potential buyers reckon Snooze's recent success was very much thanks to lockdown and not really indicative of their future performance. But Brett, Snooze's advisors, they reckon Snooze is the real deal thanks to its vertically integrated supply chain. Ah, So what is the key learning here? Vertical integration is when a company takes control of different stages of the production process. Within a supply chain, you've got manufacturing. You've got logistics. You've got the warehousing. So having a vertically integrated supply chain means that you own all or at least a majority of these processes. Now, Justin, why is this a good thing? It can help businesses reduce disruption like a global Mm. supply chain shortage. Because it's easier to make sure you've got enough stock Mm -hmm. if you're making and distributing it all yourself. It also generally means lower costs as well because there are less companies charging fees along the way. In Snooze's case, they've got a subsidiary named Future Sleep which makes mattresses locally. So they've managed to maintain a high level of stock and sales while the supply chain crunch has been going on around the world. But Brett, it seems like that hasn't been enough to wake up investors. For our Second story, YouTube's live cable streaming bundle just hit a cool 5 million subscribers and YouTube reckons it's just getting started. I must say that is pretty impressive. I didn't even know YouTube TV was a thing. (laughs) Fill me in, please. So YouTube TV bundles over 100 cable channels together, but uh, we don't have it in Australia just yet. Bit of background, Brett. It launched five years ago and they've been building their offering and features ever since. Now, they've even got a special no-spoilers mode that basically blocks sports results from certain teams. Could really use that one. But now, YouTube's announced that YouTube TV has hit 5 million subscribers. And they've got an interesting approach to content, Jazzy Boy, because they're effectively bundling other organizations' content. So what is the key learning here? Content bundling is when a whole bunch of different content products are bundled under the one subscription. Think Foxtel over here, (laughs) Optus over there, or even old (laughs) OzStar back in the day. Now, Brett, (laughs) the bright side of content bundling is it's usually cheaper than paying for stuff individually. But you can also get stuck paying for a bunch of stuff that you don't really want. Uh, like E or TLC, Cartoon Network. Speak for yourself, but over the last 10 years, we've seen a major unbundling of content. That's the breaking up of content services into much smaller entities. That's why we've got Netflix and we've got Stan. Yeah. Over there is Binge. Down here is Amazon Prime. To the left is Amazon Plus. <laughs> then we've got Disney Plus over there. KO, Paramount Plus, just to name many. <laughs> so YouTube TV reckons content bundling, it doesn't need to die. It just needs to be re- 
reborn in a much better way. And it looks like their 5 million subscribers tend to agree. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, Uber's been caught red-handed engaging in some questionable practices from its wild years thanks to a huge document leak. Perfect timing, Brett, with the new TV series Super Pumped about Uber. So what is this all about? Okay, so Uber launched actually under the name Uber Cab (laughs) back in 2009, and they grew rapidly. It's now a public company, it's in 72 countries, and over 10,000 cities. Now, what you might not remember is how rogue they used to be back in their rapid growth years. Yeah, Uber used some aggressive tactics back then, but now thousands of documents from that time have been leaked to the press. And this one ain't looking pretty, Justin. Mm -hmm. The leaked documents basically reveal that Uber used secret technology to avoid police investigations. They even called it the kill switch. They also sought favours from high-ranking government officials Mm -hmm. and Russian oligarchs. Talk about extreme tactics, Brett. Just goes to show that disruptive companies like Uber move way too fast for regulators to catch on. So what is the key learning here? Innovation and the law have a pretty tricky relationship Mm -hmm. and law almost always ends up playing catch-up. And it's not a new problem, Brett. The US had cars for years before they set their first speed limit. And US airlines were already selling tickets by the time the US got its first aviation act. And for Uber, there was a lot of pushback from the taxi industry. But they just couldn't handle Uber and its rapid adoption from customers. Another example, Justin, Airbnb. They did something similar when it comes to accommodation laws. So we've got cars, airlines, accommodation, taxi. I wonder which industry could be next. Space tourism, I reckon. <laughs> Flux fam, if you enjoyed the five minutes we just spent together today, we would really appreciate a review and a five-star rating for What The Flux. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, scroll up and tap that five-star button. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.